Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. In the driving jam time. The Philippines win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Come back, pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome to Bush Stadium. Boy, do I love saying that. Tom Ackerman at Bush Stadium in downtown St. Louis for a special edition of Sports on a Sunday Morning. Coming to you from our studios downstairs. We're between the clubhouses. We're next to the umpire's room. The Cardinals and the Cubs are going to play. The field is just steps away from us. We're tucked in here just behind home plate underneath the green seats. It's a good time to be a St. Louis Cardinal. That's for sure. The Cardinals have themselves a lead of seven and a half games in the National League Central. Now, there's a lot of baseball yet to be played. So we're getting closer to that point where you can clear your October. We are not there yet. The Cardinals have a seven and a half game lead over the Brewers in the Central. There is work to be done and work continues today with the Cardinals and the Chicago Cubs. What a day yesterday. You heard all the highlights this morning on Total Information AM. We'll continue to play them for you as we go along this morning on Sports on a Sunday morning. The Cardinals are in a very good position right now because Yadier Molina is feeling it. He had two hits on Friday. He had two more hits last night. He was two for four. He cleared the bases, a bases-loaded double, ran everybody home. It was a parade of runners across the plate. Yadi put his hands into the air, pumped his fists, and then he stole third base. Yadi with his second steal of the season. He swiped third and another rousing ovation from the crowd here at Bush Stadium. And then Yachty went home. He scored on a sacrifice fly by Lars Newtbar, and the Cardinals went on to an 8-3 lead, a six-run third inning, and they won this game by the score of 8-4. Oh, by the way, they went yard three times before that. Paul Goldschmidt hit a home run in the first inning. The Cardinals then had Tommy Edmond launch a home run. Tyler O'Neill hit an absolute bomb. And when they have Tyler going, they are in very, very good shape. The Cardinals got the 13th of the season from each of those players, Edmund and O'Neill, both off Drew Smiley. Goldschmidt launched one off Smiley as well, his 34th. Goldie is now dealing with these numbers, and they are triple crown contending numbers. 331 batting average. He leads the National League in that category. 107 RBIs. He leads the National League in that category. The only one right now is Kyle Schwarber that he's trying to chase down. Schwarber with 36 home runs, 
to Goldie's 34. He is two off the mark. We are just seeing some spectacular play out of Paul Goldschmidt this season, not to mention the National League Player of the Month, Nolan Arenado. He's up to 305 for his batting average. He was one for three yesterday, scored a run, drew a walk. Albert Pujols was one for three. He's up to 268. Tyler O'Neill. If he starts to, Danny hasn't started, he's continued. If he continues, the power that he's been able to display, and they put him two in the order yesterday, this is going to be a very tough Cardinals team to beat here. The Cardinals have been shuffling their lineup around, just giving it different looks. Yesterday, Edmund was back at the top with O'Neill, Goldschmidt, Arenado, Pujols, Carlson. That's how they did that. And then Yachty said, I'm going to show you all something. I'm going to drive in three and have the highest RBI total of the day. So back to Yachty, the faith that they're showing in him, and we're going to talk to Ali Marmel about that here live in studio in just about five minutes. And it's Yachty or Molina. I mean, of course you're going to believe in the greatest catcher that you've ever had here at this franchise. But when you struggle at the plate, you struggle at the plate, and it can really weigh on you. And I think it was a lift, I really do, that the Cardinals continued to work him and say, look, you know, <laughs> you're playing and we're going to reap the benefits of Yadier Molina wearing number four on the field. And what does he do? Lo and behold, he wraps out two hits on Friday and two more yesterday, steals a base, invigorated. It's exciting for sure if you're a Cardinals fan right now to see Yadier Molina playing like that. Not to mention Lars Newtbar, who's an absolute freak, uh, comes in as a pinch hitter, and he drives in a run. Uh, with a sack fly, also plays a little right field. We know he's been on a home run binge lately. It's fun. I mean, this Cardinals team is fun. And that's the other thing is that not only is this team winning games, but this team is exciting. And let's be honest. I mean, there were some times where this this team, even when it was doing okay, you know, was it must-watch television? Was it must-listen radio? The Cardinals have achieved that status, not just here in St. Louis, but people around the country are paying attention to the Albert Pujols home run chase, the Paul Goldschmidt triple crown, the Nolan Arenado routine, just amazing plays at third base. And then this pitching staff, they pick each other up. I've always admired Adam Wainwright's ability to get himself out of trouble. And Wainwright yesterday goes five innings, was not pretty. I mean, he gives up nine hits, four runs on nine hits and walks two, but he wins the ball game. The Cardinals supported him offensively, but he wins the ball game. And then he finds himself in a great situation where he has a great bullpen behind him. Palante, Woodford, Romero, and Gallegos, all with scoreless frames. We're going to come back and talk to Ali Marmel. He is here in studio, walking into our Bush Stadium confines. Can't wait to catch up with him. It's the Stiefel Sports Studio. Big show today from Bush Stadium. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, no. Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Philippines win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back to Bush Stadium. Tom Ackerman with you live on sports on a Sunday morning. Great to be with you. And we are joined now by the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals. This is our manager chat with Oliver Marmel. It's sponsored by the Missouri Division of Tourism. There's a Mo for every MO. Find yours 
at visitmo.com. Ollie, it's great to see you in person. We get to see each other quite a bit, but it's nice to do this segment in person. How are you? I'm doing well. Good to be in person. It's good to be with you. Uh, we are... And, and the microphone falls down. Uh, there we go. Uh, but let me start with this. Um, Adam Wainwright yesterday goes five innings. He throws 82 pitches. What is that like, and how did that go down asking one of the great competitors this game has seen, especially a Cardinal, to come out of the ballgame? Yeah, he um, he doesn't like only going five. Uh, the reality was, and he admitted it after the game, he didn't have his best stuff. Um, you can see it a little bit from the side. Curveball a little loopier. Uh, the sinker was a little inconsistent. But um, we've tasked him with a lot over the over the course of this year. His pitch count he goes 100 pitches almost every time. So uh, we had a pretty good lead. Uh, we have enough arms in that pen. He absolutely hated coming out. Um, love him to death, but uh, five was good for yesterday. Yeah, well, you know what? It's uh, It's the manager's call. And you got Yadier Molina behind the plate, and you know you, you're taking all input. You're looking at all situations. Meanwhile, speaking of Yadi, I mean, what in the world? So I want to know how you handle. He is again. Here's one of the greatest players that this game has ever seen, especially as a Cardinal. But he's not hitting. So how do you approach that with him and your coaching staff, for that matter? Um, honesty. These guys are very self-aware. He's a good self-evaluator. He knows where he's at offensively. Um, and throughout the course of this year, he hasn't felt great. So uh, part of it is uh, just a conversation of, man, um, you're about to have the best September of your career and uh, leading into October, and we need you to go. And uh, he's responded well. He's having a, a good September so far. He's seeing it better. He's swinging it better, and he's playing with confidence. So uh, hopefully we can keep that up. How do you know that? Like, how do you know that he's going to turn the corner? We, is it based on past performance and we've seen it before? Man, when, you, when you're when you and you just sit back and watch him, he's a ultimate competitor. Um, he knows what's at stake last year, last time to take a run at this thing. And um, in those type of environments, high-stake environments, man, I, I bet on that guy. Uh, you know he's going to find a way to come through in big moments. And uh, yesterday was an example of that. You got the bases loaded. He hits that double. And um, just the energy behind that is is huge, and it lifts that ball club. So, in those clutch situations, man, you can't bet against them. No, no doubt. I mean, he is so he comes out hot in September. He has two <laughs> hits on Friday. He has two hits yesterday. The bases clearing double, as you said, and then he says, "Guess what else I'm going to do? I'm I'm always paying attention." <laughs> And he swipes third. How'd that go down? That that was awesome. Uh, they weren't paying attention to him. Uh, the guy kind of gave him a no look, and he shuffle shuffled and, and took off. Um, it's one of those things where we have our intel, but then there's just an instinctual part of the game of, hey, they're not paying attention to me right now. I think I can take this. And uh, he did a really nice job. Goldie with, uh, with the stolen base as well, with uh, Nolan on the backside. It was just... Uh, these guys are, are into the small details of the game, and those are little things that lead to, to runs. So we're absolutely loving it. And he scores on a sack fly by Lars Newtbar, who has been, I call him a freak. I mean, he is just <laughs> a piece of work. He does great work out in the field, but he's shown great power right there 
he knows I got to get this run in. God, I mean, Yachty's done all this and, at and this deep point. enough. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, and uh, and makes it happen. No, he's uh, he's putting together a pretty nice second half. Um, he took the All Star break uh, in order to work on things. He came back and he's put together a really good second half. He's swinging it well. Uh, getting the ball off the ground, driving the baseball out of the park, playing really, really good defense, running the base as well, and just brings an energy that this this club needed. Um, I'm absolutely loving what we're getting out of Newt right now. It's a lot of fun to watch this team. The Cardinals win at 8-4. to four. They were up 8-3 at that point, and the Cubs don't score again. After early in the game, there's nothing. And I, and I will go back to Wayno, and I said this a little earlier. I've always admired Wayno for his ability to figure it out when he doesn't have it. And, and that's what yesterday was. He didn't have it, but he still figures out a way to give you five. There's some ground balls and double plays that could have got turned earlier in that game that get him out of that inning. Um, but keeps his composure, continues to make pitches, doesn't have his best stuff, but still gets you through five innings, and that's, uh, that's a big deal. It is, and then your bullpen. I mean, my gosh, these guys all with sub-two ERAs. Pallante, uh, they you throw Woodford at him. You throw Romero, whose ERA is zero right now. And then Gallegos, he's dipped under three also to finish off. Not an easy task, a three-hour ball game. Still got to finish. And those guys did a nice job. Um, Palante went in there and got his guys with uh, the two righties he had to face. And then Magic off the top. Um, Woody, quick eight-pitch inning, uh, super efficient. Did a really nice job getting that ground ball double play. And then Romero got got his guys. This is a guy, I mean, that combination with the sinker changeup against the righties and then the slider against the lefties, um, He's going to get some meaningful outs for us. And then Gallegos, his slider's looking a lot better, a lot more swing and miss. Guys are looking silly on it again. So uh, he's going to be a, a big part of what we do. He has that devastating slider. Even my 11-year-old knows that. She she loves Geo. <laughs> and when she watches Geo, she looks at me. She goes, slider, Dad? I'm like, yeah, he's going to throw it right here. <laughs> it's fun, it. You know, it's fun to watch and then to know uh, his devastating pitch. And then, you know, it goes back to the starter today and Miles Michaelis. Your pitcher's are set up to throw strikes, get ground ball outs. You do have swing and miss pitchers. Michaelis at times can be that guy. Uh, We've also seen him. There are games, and what happens there where he's given up some home runs. He's given up chunks of runs. It's keeping guys off balance as part of his game, right? His mantra is any pitch at any time. So his ability to throw any one of his pitches at any point, regardless of count, is what keeps guys off balance. And then he can beat them up top with the fastball. He can get them to ground out with the sinker. Um, Last time out, the breaking ball was in there. And uh, that's what he uses at different speeds to keep guys kind of off of his fastball sinker mix. So um, when that pitch is in there, it makes it a little bit more difficult on him, and that's what we saw last outing, and uh, he got hit a little bit. But um, I, I, I count on him. Um, I'm not concerned with it. He'll be back out there today, and uh, last time this happened, he bounced back well. He's a starter today, and then tomorrow, oh, boy, 22 is back at it. Talk about a swing and miss pitcher. Now, look, this is double A. We, we understand that, and we understand that he's also started at different levels during this minor league rehab stint. He's had a couple of these runs now, but – to get the reports on him doing what he's doing and seeing this has to be exciting. Yeah, definitely exciting. We got Jack back, and he'll, he'll throw tomorrow. And uh, you look at our rotation, I, I don't see a, a guy that you really want to face in that rotation. There's no weak link in there. In, in Q, Monty, Wayno, Miles, Jack, um, the depth there is really, really good. And then you go to our pen, and there's, I mean, just a lot coming at you there. So Jack going tomorrow, we're excited to see him back on the bump. To your point, he does have swing and miss stuff. His outings in uh, 
double-A and triple-A um, are back to his baseline of below on the fastball and uh, the shape of his, uh, his off-speed stuff there. So it should be an exciting day tomorrow. Are you being careful at the same time, knowing that he's dealt with a lot? Uh, absolutely, but he threw 102 pitches last time out. Um, we'll dial that back just a touch uh, this first outing with us, but for the most part, he's uh, he's feeling healthy, he's feeling strong, and we're going to let him ride. The Cardinals and the Cubs today, this is fun. I mean, what an atmosphere. This place was rocking last night. You had 47,000-plus, another big crowd today, Labor Day weekend, Nationals coming in tomorrow, the, the holiday weekend, people stick around. Uh, you are seven and a half games up in the NL Central. I did tell people that you know there's a lot of work to be done here. I mean, there's a month to go. This is uh, you know I don't I don't do magic numbers until you get into single digits. No, this, I, this care, is, I mean I this care is, less about how big our lead is. We're going to keep the pedal down. These boys are. Uh, if you look at our lineup today, um, there's not a guy that wanted out. It didn't matter. Night game followed by a day game. Uh, our lead means nothing to us. We're going to look at winning every game from here on out. Yeah, this is absolutely the focus that the Cardinals have had for many years. In fact, Tony LaRusso used to always say, "It's about games over 500." And how far above 500 are we? And this team right now is jumping. Um, this Albert Pujols, Yadier Molina, Adam Wainwright, farewell the three of them never ever became bigger than the team. I felt like. I mean, it ne. It's it's I feel like it's just the way I'm I'm going to offer you a big compliment here especially in the in the area of Albert is that you've had to be mindful of the fact that he as good as he is he had to manage an entire season at the age of 42 just how do you go about doing that and also knowing what's at stake individually I I don't think that he puts anything ever in his entire life above team? Uh, no, and it's credit to those guys because they haven't allowed it, right? They, they know it's their last year. Um, we're celebrating it stadium to stadium, but they'll never allow their uh, individual accomplishments to take over uh, above the team. Um, it's just not in their character to do that, and they've balanced it well. It, 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 is, a, it is a balance. It really is to be able to there, – there's certain things that Albert's trying to accomplish in reaching 700. There's the balance of that. There's the balance of um, last time playing in certain stadiums, but also keeping him fresh and uh, being able to do what he wants to do and making sure that the matchups make, make sense for the team. So there's a lot that you balance, but uh, I think everybody has handled it well. I believe so. And, and then you go back to Paul Goldschmidt's chasing triple crown numbers. I hate that you and I talk for so long and don't mention Goldie. It's my fault. <laughs> this guy is having an unbelievable season. I mean, just out of control what he has done and Nolan Arenado for that matter. Both those guys, their ability to stay on the field night after night. Um, they hate off days. I mean, today is a great example of, hey, Goldie, do you want a DH day or an off day? Absolutely not. Hey, Nolan, how about a DH day? Don't want it. I want to play the field with Miles on the bump. Um, these guys are extreme competitors want to win every single inning of every game and the years they're putting together are unbelievable that play goldie made yesterday on the pick with the footwork on the de young throw i mean no one mentions it that's an unbelievable play that that ball trickles away from every other first baseman and that guy's standing on second every time so uh, what they're doing is pretty special. What do you see in Paulie D right now as we head down the stretch? Yeah, man. Um, he's just uh, 
I'm being honest, just pressing a little bit. He's trying to do too much, and um, it, it's starting to snowball a little bit. Uh, our hope is that we can put a stop to it and, and reset, but uh, we're seeing a guy allowing one at bat to lead into the next, and uh, it's uh, it's something that, I mean, all these guys struggle with, and um, our hope is that we can sit down, talk through it, and get to the point where uh, we can put an end to it and, and get a little reset button. It's Whether it's... Nolan Gorman, I'm just throwing names out. You know, yeah. Nolan Gorman or or a young guy like Juan Yepes or they everybody goes through something, even the veterans, even all the way up to Albert Pujols, even the Yadier Molina, we just talked about him. Uh, Paul has always seemed, DeYoung has always seemed to me to be a deep thinker and really smart. It's hard to tell someone, just get up there with a clear mind. I mean, you no. know, we're human beings. We're all, I, uh, your job to look at different players and understanding who they are. They're not all, they all wear the same uniform, but they're all completely different people. They're all very different. And DeYoung fits in a bucket of his own. Like you said, deep thinker, analyzes everything. Um, I mean, there's a, a ton of layers to this guy. And uh, he, here's what I tell you, he cares. And that's what makes it hard is like, he's going about it the right way. He's working at it. He's getting after it in the cage. He's trying to perform and at the end of the day, um, there's just an inability to carry it out onto the field right now. So um, these guys deeply care about performing for this city and this team. It's just uh, hopefully we can hit the reset button and get him on, on, on track. So I, I don't have your lineup yet, but any major changes, surprises? I haven't seen anything. Uh, no, just our uh, our typical lineup against a, a right-hander with uh, Newton, Donnie at the top, Goldie and Nolan. Then you have... Uh, a combination of uh, Dickerson, O'Neill, Gorman, Kiz will be behind the plate, and Eddie is uh, hitting ninth. I do see it now. Yeah. It uh, just popped up on my phone. I love when that happens. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. And the Cubs, I have not seen their lineup. They have not submitted their lineup yet, although I'm sure you've taken a peek. Marcus Stroman uh, is a starting pitcher. He's really good. Cardinals and Cubs today. I really appreciate this. Thank you for coming down. I know also, so people are aware, you do another interview for us uh, for our network. Uh, to get ready for that. You also meet with, this is my last question, you yeah. also meet with writers separately yeah. in your office. That's a LaRusa style thing. He did that for a while, just the writers. You also meet with TV and radio in the dugout. So this is this one, the radio, oh, and TV. You meet yep. with TV broadcasters, the writers, and the dugout. This is new for you. Have Do you feel like you handle that well? Um, I actually enjoy it. it it's It's the the time to communicate to the fan base what's going on, what we're seeing, um, where we're headed, how guys are feeling, and, and answer any questions from the previous night of why certain moves were made or why certain players weren't used. So I feel like it's the perfect time to communicate to the fan base. That's the reason we're here. We perform um, every night for them. So uh, if it gives me an opportunity to to have that interaction, then, uh, then yeah, I absolutely love it. Well, I appreciate this. I know that some of those are, are shorter. This one's a good 15 minutes or so, just two guys talking ball <laughs> down here at Bush Stadium. But thank you for these very much, and we'll catch up with you real soon. We talk to Ollie Marmel every Wednesday in the morning on Total Information AM at 9.50 and on Sunday at 10.15 on Sports on a Sunday morning. Oliver Marmel, the Cardinals manager, thank you very much. No, I appreciate you, Tom. Thank you. We'll take a quick break. We'll look at college football and what else is happening around sports. Ron Krzyzewski is with us at 10.45, Sports on a Sunday morning from the Stiefel Sports Studio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados 
like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown! Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Dickerson on deck, O'Neill at the plate, runners at second and third. The 3-2 pitch here from Sampson. O'Neill swings, base hit, left field. Donovan scores, 1-0. Here comes Goldsmith, 2-0. O'Neill with RBIs 54 and 55 in the first inning against the Chicago Cubs. The 2-2 pitch with two outs. Dickerson swings, loops it to right field. That ball gets down for a hit. O'Neill is trying to score. The throw to the plate is late. O'Neill scores standing. And the Cardinals lead 3-0 as Dickerson drives in his 25th run. 2-2 pitch next. And here it is. Swing and a miss. He got him to chase on that one. He strikes out Suzuki. He strikes out the side. And Jordan Hicks was spectacular here at the top of the seventh. The 3-1 delivery is hit in the air to right center field. Well struck. Back to the wall. Looking up. Jumping. And he can't get it. It's a big fly again for Newbar. A two-run home run. And the Cardinals extend their lead to 5 to nothing. Denman is looking for something to drive on pitch one. Newcomb deals. And there's a shot left field. Hit deep. Back to the wall. It's a goner, a home run for Tommy Edmund. That's a three-run homer for Tommy Edmund. Eight to nothing, Cardinals in the eighth inning. Stratton works from the stretch with nobody on. His pitch, a swing, and a high fly ball center field. Deluzio moves back. He's under it. He has it for a Redbird winner. Light up 
the night in downtown St. Louis as the Cardinals have won game one in this series, 8 nothing over the Cubs. That was on Friday night. The Cardinals getting off to an absolute bang here at Bush Stadium. In this series, the Cardinals and the Cubs. Tom Ackerman back with you. Stiefel Sports Studio coming to you from Bush Stadium. So how do you come back on a Saturday after that? Well, you just jump right back in. First inning, Cardinals, Cubs. It's Drew Smiley. It's Paul Goldschmidt. He swings and smokes that one. That's a hit to right field. Deep toward the wall. And that ball is... It got over the wall. The Cardinals are down by a run. And Goldschmidt hit it out of here the opposite way. It's 3-2. And then in the third, Tommy Edmond. Next pitch is hit hard to right field. And that backs up the right fielder to the track. And it's gone. It's into the Cardinals' bullpen. Tommy Edmond homers the other way. And with that big fly, we are tied at 3 in the bottom of the third. Both of those home runs slammed over the wall and great calls there from John Rooney and Ricky Horton. This one was a little different, though. Third inning, Tyler O'Neill. Take a listen to this. And 168 homers for the Cardinals. Next pitch is hammered to left. That's way out of here. I mean way out of here. Back to back. Tyler O'Neill hits his 13th. And the Cardinals... Take a 4-3 lead, their third home run of the night, and we're only in the third. And just when you thought that the Cardinals had done enough, they had more in store for the Cubs. Bases loaded for Yadier Molina. The 1-2 delivery to Yadi is hit hard into right center field, towards the gap, and it's down. One run scores, here comes a second, and maybe a third. Yachty gets in the second base, play at the plate, throws it and safe. A three-run double for Yachty here, Molina. And the Cardinals now lead 7-3. to three. The Cardinals take an 8-3 to three lead when Yachty steals third and then scores on a deep sack fly RBI by Lars Newtbar. They take an 8-3 lead. Cardinals bullpen finishes what Adam Wainwright started, four runs in five innings. The bullpen of Palante and Woodford and Romero and Gallegos, four scoreless frames, and the Cardinals win the game 8-4 to four here at the ballpark. The Cardinals and the Cubs a little bit later today, one fifteen start, twelve twenty pregame. John Rooney will call it that first pitch at one fifteen for Miles Michaelis, and he will join us in the booth at the top of the 11 o'clock hour here on Sports on a Sunday morning. I'm coming to you from downstairs just beyond the field here at Bush Stadium. Just a quick look at some other things happening around sports, including college football. Now, if you're a Mizzou fan or an Illinois fan, your games are already in the books. So you sat back and watched things unfold on Saturday. Unfortunately for Illinois fans, they lost their second game of the season. After beating Wyoming, they lost at Indiana. Mizzou was able to coast to a victory over Louisiana Tech. Very impressive, I thought, effort for them offensively, but especially defensively. I think that defense is legit. Uh, at Mizzou, at least for the start. I mean, I warned people that Louisiana Tech was going to be a real threat, especially their air raid attack, and I thought Mizzou handled that quite nicely. I mean, there were some big plays against them, but overall, this was a very good defensive effort, I thought, by Mizzou. 
Meanwhile, they're going to have their hands full. I mean, Mizzou plays a tough, tough schedule, folks. There is no doubt about it. There's no way around it. This SEC is going to be extremely strong. Just case in point, what we saw yesterday from one of the opponents on Missouri's schedule. Missouri plays at Kansas State. If that wasn't tough enough, K-State's 1-0 already this year. They play Abilene Christian or Faroe Field after that. They go to Auburn, and you know, so far for Auburn, uh, they're off to a good start, but they beat Mercer. Missouri will be a different story when they eventually do meet. Then things really start to get tough. I mean, at Auburn's hard enough. They play Georgia on October 1st. Georgia, maybe it's hard to say that a defending national champion was underrated, but Georgia looks unstoppable. They crushed Oregon yesterday, the 11th-ranked team in the country, 49-3. to They lost 15 players to the NFL draft, Georgia did. That's about half their defense. In the first round, they lost a ton of players in the NFL draft, and then they just come around and smoke Oregon yesterday with a whole new crop of freshmen and players. This is scary how good Georgia is, 49-3. to Then they go to Florida, the Tigers do, on October 8th, and Florida just woke up and said, uh, we're back. They beat the seventh-ranked team in the country, Utah, 29-26, in front of 90,000-plus at the Swamp in Gainesville. Missouri will have a bye after that. Then they get Vanderbilt at South Carolina, But they'll play Kentucky at home. They'll play Tennessee, which looks really strong. And Arkansas will be their final game of the year. And Arkansas, by the way, won a huge game yesterday. They beat Cincinnati at home 31-24. So tough schedule for Missouri and for Illinois, for that matter. In the Big Ten, Ohio State looked pretty good. They beat Notre Dame 21-10. I thought the Irish were very impressive in how they handled that Ohio State offense in the early going, just eventually Ohio State wears you down. Notre Dame was up 10-7 at the break, but they lose the game 21-10. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, we're joined by Ron Krzyzewski, the CEO of Stiefel, is going to play in the Legends Challenge and in the Pro-Am at the Ascension Charity Classic. Tom Ackerman coming to you from the Stiefel Sports Studio. Bush Stadium back after this. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX from the Stiefel Sports Studio. Coming to you this morning from Bush Stadium where the Cardinals take on the Cubs. Later today, one fifteen start, twelve twenty for our pregame. Ollie Marmel just joined us in studio. Next hour, John Mosalock and the one and only Albert Pujols. Joining us right now is the CEO of Stiefel. And he's also known as the seventh legend in the Legends Charity Challenge. Nick Ragone told me to say that. Ron Krzyzewski on KMOX. How are you? <laughs> I'm great, Tom. I, I'm not the seventh legend. I there, There's six <laughs> legends, and I then I'm a legend in my own mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, let me, let me break this down for folks. This is the 2022 <laughs> edition of the Legends Charity Challenge presented by Worldwide Technology. This is the signature special event of the Ascension Charity Classic. World Golf Hall of Famers Lee Trevino, Hale Irwin, Nancy Lopez, Hall of Famer Ozzie Smith, two members of the Stanley Cup champions, Craig Berube, and Captain Ryan O'Reilly. The Legends Charity Challenge. It's going to take place 
on Saturday, September 10th, and it'll follow that final pairing of the second round of the championship. It's going to start on number 10, Ron, at beautiful Norwood Hills Country Club. This is going to be really something, a nine-hole team scramble exhibition match. Uh, you know, I, it's going to be fun. Last year, it drew a big crowd. Great plays. A lot of camaraderie and a lot of chatter uh, goes on at these events. So I think people will really enjoy it if they can come by and walk along. Or some of it will be on uh, Golf Channel, I understand. Absolutely. And you can go to ascensioncharityclassic.com to get your ticket. There's a weekly grounds ticket. Or if you just want to catch the Saturday, get the Saturday daily ticket to see all these legends battle it out for charity and bragging rights in Norwood Hills. My understanding is that you are uh, going to be, we're going to find out which team that you're on. They're going to announce these teams on uh, Tuesday night uh, for the Pro-Am, which you're also a part of with me and Marina Horton and David Freeze, who hit the famous, maybe the most famous home run in Cardinals history, Game 6 of the 2011 World Series, and a pro to be named, Ron. So you'll be busy. That's Thursday for the Pro-Am. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, David and I will take on you and Marina, and uh, and then we can we'll, we'll split up the pro shot uh, shots. But I think we could take you actually. <laughs> I think we're competing as a crew. I think the four of us and our pro pro to be named are going to try to take down the field. I feel oh, pretty darn. good about it actually. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. Well, Marina hits it a long way, so for yeah, sure she she does. She bombs it off the tee for sure. Uh, so. That's going to be fun, and we invite people to come out and see David and see you, uh, and we'll have a good time in the Pro-Am on Thursday. We're going to tee off uh, in the afternoon on Thursday, and they'll open it up to fans there. And then there's Saturday where you're going to be, I understand, a floating mulligan for the first seven holes, and then you're going to play with the team that's trailing on 17 and 18. So it's like they come out of the bullpen with Ron Krzyzewski to try to close the deal. Yeah, well, you know, look, Tom, I, they told me that. And I'm thinking to myself, wait, can there be enough pressure? So you mean that after all players miss a shot, then I get to go? You know, or they all hit it in the water, and then it's up to me to hit a good shot? I'm thinking, well, who, yeah. who came up with this format, right? I mean, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I, mean, I feel that too. Yeah, I know. And then for the Pro-Am, you know, I've played in Pro-Ams before, but not with this many fans. Uh, I don't know nervous necessarily. I think I'm just going to go into it with a lot of fun. Although I was at a party last night, and somebody came up to me who's played in a Pro-Am, and he said, boy, I'll tell you, I mean, I once hit somebody who was 30 yards off the, the fairway, and uh, boy, good luck. I'm like, I hope they understand that I'm not a professional. I mean, I'm going to be out there just hitting that little pill around and seeing what happens. Yeah, you know, every, in the programs I've played it, I've always been amazed that the fans who stand on the ropes and stand really close to the greens uh, do not seem to factor in to their danger zone that we aren't pros. I mean, they think everyone's going to hit on the green. We're spraying it in the crowd, and it's uh, so keep your heads up, especially when you're when you're up, Ackerman. I've seen you play. So, uh, you know, <laughs> well, I, I played a practice around there recently. I was OK, but I did imagine uh, fans being around. Let me ask you one last thing that your experience last yeah. year in this where you came in at the last moment to join Jack Nicholas, uh, Tom Watson, Ozzie Smith, uh, Craig Berube. What was that like? 
Well, you know, we we auctioned it off. It was uh, it was to hit a uh, a shot on eighteen, and you know, look, Tom, it was I was walking around, you know, uh, enjoying myself. It was hot as could be. I didn't have golf shoes on. I didn't have my clubs. I didn't have anything. Ozzy Smith gives me a glove. Tom Watson gives me his driver. I don't even take a practice swing. I, I put the ball on the ground. My hand is shaking. I look down, and there's literally 30,000 people lining the uh, fairways. I, I tried to get them to separate because I thought I'd kill someone. They didn't. I took a deep breath for a swing, and I ripped it right down the middle. One of the great moments of my life. I could never do that again, ever. That. That is incredible. I love that. That's awesome. Uh, Finally, Ron, uh, as we close out here, just your affiliation and your sponsorship, not only of this show, by the way, from the Stiefel Sports Studio, really appreciate that, but you've been so generous uh, to so many throughout the area, and I think that this collaboration with Ascension is just another chapter in that story of philanthropy for you. You are giving back to a tournament that gives back to the community, specifically North County. What a wonderful thing. And it says a lot about St. Louis, which you've been dedicated to us for a long time. Uh, you know, I, I think that the Ascension Classic and what they've done. So, you know, initially they're just going to do it on the north side and give back to that community. And then it turns out to be actually one of the great stops on the tour. It, it really is. It's in its second year, and I think this is going to be a really special event. So St. Louis is uh, lucky to have it. And uh, all of you that are listening, I was there. It's worth coming out, buy a couple tickets, come out, uh, enjoy it. You'll see some really good shot making, not from Tom or I, but from the pros, <laughs> and you'll have a great time. I promise you that. Tom, I have a That's play. So I'm, I'm, in, I'm in deep. I'm in deep. You know what? Yeah, well, I'm going to play go conservative. Yeah, I'm going conservative. Right. I'm I'm not going to go nuts. I'm just you know try to try to make some putts, try to keep the ball in the fairway. That's the game. That's it. AscensionCharityClassic.com well, uh, is how you get tickets. It is a fantastic event. They had massive crowds last year. They're going to do it again this year, but manageable. I mean, it's not it's not overwhelming at all. It's just a great day out and wonderful, wonderful weather. The CEO of Stiefel, Ron Krzyzewski, will be part of it, and we appreciate the time very much. Got it, Tom. Have a great day. Thank you so much for being with us. We'll be back to Bush Stadium right after the news. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.